Well, I was just reading those comments. You know, you two need to get a room, I think. (laughs) (laughs) I think we have our cold open material locked up. (laughs) Mage Talk is brought to you by MageMail. Keep your customers coming back with customer lifecycle email for Magento. Visit them online today at magemail.co. Mage Talk is brought to you by MageMojo, a Magento hosting company. We know that you have a lot of options out there when it comes to Magento hosting, but we want you to give MageMojo a try. Not only do they have the fastest SLA at 15 minute response time in the entire industry, but they will also pay to get you back on your old host if you don't like it. We want to give you this special offer and you can get the code to get that special offer in the middle of the show. Thanks to MageMojo for their continued support of Mage Talk. Mage Talk is brought to you by Commerce Hero. Finding a good Magento developer just got a whole lot easier. Visit them online at commercehero.io. Hello and welcome to episode 110 of Mage Talk, the Magento community podcast. I'm Kalen. I'm Philip. And we are joined today by Matt Parkinson, founder of Gene Commerce, an agency out there across the pond. And, uh, the creator of uh, Bluefoot CMS. How's it going, Matt? Really good. Thanks for inviting me on, guys. Real pleasure. So yeah. the, 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 what we do to all of our, uh, our guests is we ask them if they can convert the episode number into binary or, or hexadecimal. So we'll, we'll ask you right now, what is, um, what is episode 110? We don't do that to any of our guests. Well, I, wasn't, I wasn't paying attention. What number is it? 110. <laughs> okay. Get, let me just google that real quick <laughs> yes. that's a no thank you thank you so much for joining us matt we're uh we we got you on the show because everybody that i know has told me to get you on the show everybody everybody really? yeah well i it's because uh you have such a a breakout product in in uh, bluefoot cms um and i didn't believe it i didn't believe the hype until i tried it for myself and um and uh and so i thought gosh, if someone's doing this kind of like really groundbreaking work in the Magenta world, I don't know why we haven't had them on the podcast yet. So thanks for joining. Thank you very much. I mean, how how many people do you know that have been talking about it? I mean, a total, I know like five people. Phil exaggerates a lot. So when he says everybody, probably like one other person mentioned it to him. (laughs) Well, Ali Ahmed uh, from Imagination Media, who was just on the show a couple episodes ago, is a huge fan. Um, And he found it through uh, Joseph... uh, uh, Joe's Joe's name is escaping. Joe's last name is escaping me. Uh, Joe Afro man, whatever, whatever his last name. Is. <laughs> that's he, not uh, his last name. I think it is his last name. Uh, he, <laughs> he, he, he's been a big fan of Bluefoot for, for a while. And, uh, and they found it through someone else. I know. So long story short, at least three people. But... Great. <laughs> well, tell us a, a little bit about gene commerce. Tell us the, the story a bit and uh, introduce yourself to the people. Joseph Leedy. Joseph Leedy just had to correct the record. Well, Ali's been great. He's uh, he's been talking with my guys for a good few few weeks, and he's uh, massively complimentary, and he's doing some really good stuff with it. So, please, he talk to you guys about it. Nice. But uh, yeah, it's. Uh, we're, I mean, we're, we're immensely proud of it. It's. Um, I think we've been with a bit of background about the agency. I mean, we're. We're, we're small. We're based south of England, a place called Brighton. It's only about 15 of us, uh, but all we do is Magento. Mm. Um, There's 15 people in all of Brighton. 
<laughs> that I know of. Yeah. They all work for Gene Commerce. They all work for Gene. It's, it's the company Gene. town. It's the company town. Little known fact, uh, the, the actual uh, postcode in, in Brighton is G-E-N-E, and that's how they came up with Gene Commerce. Shut up. Seriously? I'm kidding. Oh, <laughs> my gosh. You got Sorry, me. carry on. That I interrupted you for, for such a silly. He also does a lot of that. A lot, a lot of interrupting. I was almost convinced. The, so yeah, we've been working with, well, I've been working with Magento way back to versions 1.3, 1.4. So um, we've we've been around the block a bit with uh, with Magento one, and it's always been a. I guess it started about two, two and a half, three years ago, uh, really from a uh, request from some of our clients. And more really from a, a desire to move away from what we were doing for years, which was the standard WordPress or Drupal integration mm. with Magento. And it was just, you know, just a reaction to the, the growing frustrations around that. And it never really, to me, never really seemed like an elegant, elegant solution. So it's always a big missing piece of the puzzle uh, in Magento. Uh, both for us as SIs and and for the, the merchants, so it was about I, I think two and a half years ago we started messing around with something uh, we called at the time expert CMS, which sounds dreadful, and looking back at it, it looks dreadful. But it was it was the start of a kind of drag and drop system, looking at what WordPress does from a UI point of view, mm-hmm. and started to try and bring that into um, uh, the Magento world. And it, you know, after after a little while, it got some really good feedback from the the clients. So, really, it was about this time last year. I think it was actually October, November this time last year. We decided to re-architect it and take it to market, and that's what we did. And I put a massive carrot in front of the team to say that if we can get it complete, then I'll take them all to Imagine. So it was kind of our road to Imagine uh, oh, this wow. year. That's super cool. <laughs> Um, did you, so, yeah, did you uh, launch it before Imagine, or you, you launched it at Imagine? We launched the Magento One at Imagine this year, in April, and um, soon after that, launched the M two M two version. So, wow, I thought I'd remembered it being around um, sooner or earlier than that. Uh, we we were sort of touting the expert CMS a little bit earlier than that, but it you know looking back at it, it looks very. Mm. Uh, Suboptimal, I believe the Magento phrase is, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> How did you guys uh, come up with the name? Oh, uh, well, uh, broadly, well, Gene, Gene is uh, born out of the fact that I've got a bit of a fascination with natural history and uh, um, evolution mm. from Charles Darwin. So Gene, DNA, etc., And then, obviously, the, uh, the blue-footed booby, Famous bird from the Galapagos Islands. All seems ah, to ah, got it. There you go. Nice, nice connection. <laughs> I actually, um, I spent some time in. I just got an IM from Ali. Actually, funny timing. I spent some time in uh, Ecuador in a, for a um, a study abroad program, and I went to the Galapagos. That's kind of cool. It's an amazing place. Yeah, it really is. It really is. Kinda... I feel like I feel like I have to somehow identify since you guys have this shared experience, like. My favorite track on uh, Smashing Pumpkins, Melancholy. 
show up. Hey, there you go. Now I'm part of the I'm part of the cool kids club. Yeah, you're in the club now. You're in the club. No, you know what? I love I love when people name things with meaning that's personal to them, and that that's kind of I think I think that's like intensely personal. I, I happen to work for a company called Something Digital, which was literally them just sitting around like I don't know what, what would we call it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, something digital, I guess. Um, oh, that sounds good. Something digital. No, I actually like the name. I can't put my finger on why, but I I like the name something digital. You do? Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it like on the one hand, it's like it, it it has the word something in it, which is kind of, which is kind of unique. <laughs> but I like it. Like there really there's something about it. There's 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 a je ne, je ne sais quoi or something. Well, remember it. remember how everybody used to hate the word iPad. Remember that. Yeah, that was like it was like a, I think it's you just you've been iPaded that after 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 you say it enough times it stops bothering you and um, but <laughs> maybe that's unlike it. Gene Commerce which sounds just great so when Gene Commerce you say you're you're a smallish agency you've been doing Magenta for a while um, you know what kind of uh, what kind of clients do you service are they regional or local or uh, what's the kind of work you you look for at Gene Commerce well we we. Um... We like working with brand owners. Uh, a lot of the work we do is sort of enterprise-grade stuff, and we seem to have recently gone into the area of uh, rolling UK companies out overseas, internationally, to the US, across mm-hmm. Europe. Um, and I think that's probably one of the big growth areas for us at the moment is, well, <laughs> you may have seen in the news, we had a little uh, uh, little vote, and... Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, and there's there's a few businesses perhaps looking overseas into to new territories yeah. to to expand yeah. out their businesses. Yeah, so I, I don't you know if you've seen in, in the news we had a little vote. Too. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we had a little vote ourselves. <laughs> well, you, you, you guys, you guys trumped Brexit, <laughs> right? Yeah. right so, hey, so this is an interesting question because I. Do you know Tom Robert Shaw from Mean Bee at all? I, I do, yes. I've met Tom, yeah. Yeah, so we've, we, I had him on another podcast that I run called Future Commerce. Um, and in, he sort of cited that, you know, there's a, this was, you know, pre-Theresa May, I think. And, and then so this, it was just after the vote. And uh, so there was a lot of conversation about, you know, hesitation and fear, but not necessarily ramifications from, you know, any actual, you know, Brexit related uh you know policy changes uh are you actually seeing more of that or have things changed on your end and i'm 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 actually asking because i'm curious how it's how brexit is affecting the magento space because our whole last episode was sort of you know predicting what may happen in the magento space in a in a in a post obama uh you know economic uh climate here i think I mean, we've, we've certainly had uh, an impact um, uh, because some of our clients are uh, focused EU, and I think the the impact has broadly been around sort of a let's wait and see attitude. So people haven't gone, um, you know, screaming with their arms in the air, going, "What's what's going on?" They just kind of <laughs> sat back and, you know, what's happening, which is broadly what's happened anyway, because. Not a lot's happened, <laughs> you know. Everything's kind of just sort of plodded along. But I think that that's probably just something that's going to—it's getting, getting quite political now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, it is. <laughs> well, it's interesting because we, you know, we we always look for that perspective of of people who have different regional, you know, regionality. 
uh, in their business. And I think it's important to the Magento community, uh, but we yeah, don't have to dwell. Well, there's, there's, you know, for us, for us, the uh, the biggest challenge we've got is obviously that, you know, like many people, is the transition from M1 to M2. You know, that, that had a big impact on us when we sat down this time last year and made the decision to go to market with Bluefoot. It's like, do we build it for M1 where there is a big marketplace for it, but in in, in essence, it's an end of life product, or do we build it for M2 and you know? Uh, see how the sales start to uh, um, ramp up. So it was, it was it was a big it was a big decision, which is why we we decided to go with M1 anyway um, to start off with, so we'd cover both bases. But I think that's probably broadly the same conversation a lot of merchants in, in the UK are having at the moment this yeah. year. You don't want to invest yet. Um, bit of a wait and see attitude. Yeah, definitely. How do, what was it, if you could, if you could uh, kind of bring us into the thought process that, that you had there, what, what, what did, what did it look like? What were flush? If you could flesh that out for us a little bit. What the decision to go with M1? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the, it was broadly because, well, it was this time last year. So, you know, M2 was not officially released. There mm. were the, the beaters and the, some form of is up into the year, but uh, we we knew that it would the platform would change uh, reasonably rapidly even after the initial release. And of course, M1 uh, we knew well, and we knew we could develop it in basically the three to four months up until April. Mm-hmm. Whereas there was the unknown in M2, so we felt we would get all the principles, UI, concepting, and architecture out of the way with M1, and basically just port it and change the architecture to M2 uh, once we tested the market. You know, right, right. When you look, at, you look at M1, the market's still there, still massive. And if we were going to start selling it, that's where we, we knew there would be customers. Right, right. And, um, you know, you mentioned like motive, kind of motivating the team to get to hit that launch date um, and the three to four month time frame. We, um, we actually, we interviewed Roy Rubin uh, recently uh, on a recent episode. And one of the things that we were talking about was, that you know when agencies work on launching product and how that can be super challenging and how you know his thing was you really have to have a separate company broken off for the product and really have resources yeah. allocated how did you make that work um yeah it's, you're probably one of the really rare cases of an agency that that gets traction with a product um how how did you make that how did you make that work uh, it was it was a consideration actually long term is you know once we once we felt we had established market share it would be uh, spun off into its own separate business you know the the mechanics of a software business with support and marketing completely different to mechanics of an SI special right. service business but to start with it was um, uh, we just had to factor it in we'd had we'd had a good year we we'd built up some retained profits so we knew that the choice was where where did we want to invest that did we want to invest it in growing the SI or did we want to uh, try a hand at, at what we thought and what we were pretty convinced with was a need for this software product. And, you know, it was, an, it, it wasn't a difficult sell to, to sell to the, uh, the developers, you know, they, they jumped, jumped at it. So mm. you know, it wasn't without its challenges. You know, there's always a demand, you know, we say, right, we're going to block book your time out for the next month. <laughs> and, uh, the first day the client phones up with an emergency and we have to fax those guys in to, uh, to help it out. So it, 
it was a it wasn't an easy process, but we were try we were trying to be quite strict with uh, the allocation of time. You know, right. 80, 80, 20, 60, 40 allocations each each weekly sprint, really. Uh, smart. So you had some real specific uh, structure in play. It wasn't just like, hey, let's see if we can do this in our spare time. You had some real structure to how people's days were were broken yeah, down. Yeah, we've done that in the past. I mean, I, we've set up this uh, initiative in, in the agency called the Gene Pool. Which, uh, <laughs> nice. Thanks. Um, uh, no one really laughs in the office at me. But they just, <laughs> the hell are you on about? Keep us around. We're, we're not <laughs> up. <laughs> but it was it was really to foster uh, and encourage an entrepreneurial streak in in developers. So oh, that's if they, awesome. They wanted to come up with an idea, or they saw a gap in the market. They could effectively pitch it to the business, and if we thought it was a goer, we would uh, we would allocate resource to enable that to happen, allocate funds to make that to happen. And it's really kind of fostered a, uh, an innovative R and D style group of people. And it keeps, you know, it keeps the interest up. So you're not constantly working on client work. We can split the time a little bit, you know, sub projects for software. Um, but we collectively agreed that Bluefoot was, was the one. And that's why we all came together and decided that was what we wanted to make happen. Cool. So you have, so, so before you guys decided to just really focus on Bluefoot, you, you had different people working on their own little uh, projects, like their own little kind of 20% projects. Yeah. So I, I, you know, some people might know our name or come across our names. We, we built a, a extension for a brain tree for Magento. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Which, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's got some reasonable coverage. Um, and, uh, uh, we get a lot of emails <laughs> asking for support, <laughs> but um, we, we we launched it as a, a free extension, and uh, it was really it was really to answer a problem that we were having with our, one of our clients. The the stuff that was out in the market at the time wasn't um, able to fulfil a lot of the requirements for one of our clients, so we decided to spin it off as a product for ourselves. And one of the guys um, took it upon himself as a product owner. And started really developing it hard, and it's you know it's come a long way in, in what twelve months, eighteen months since we've been doing it. And actually, two weeks ago, um, we extended it as well. We launched uh, the Apple Pay for Magento One. Yeah, yeah, that's that's great. So, so tell us a little about that. The um, you know, from from the Apple Pay announcement uh, uh, that it was that the actual you know, web SDK was available to your announcement was, uh, an unreasonably short amount of time. So, uh, was that just a product of your having worked with Braintree in the past and Braintree having, having, you know, all of the right pieces in place to make that work or. Uh, yeah. I mean, we were, we were well placed because obviously we, we built it on the, uh, the extension, the architecture we'd already created. So we knew it well. Um, we've got a good relationship with Braintree and their tech guys are, are great. So they were keeping us abreast of the, the product and the beta uh, edition they were going. So certainly Braintree's speed to market helped um, and their their tech stack is is good and, uh, you know, straightforward to a certain degree to, to integrate it. But, yeah, we just we just wanted to be the first in the market with it. It is, and I, you know, the app pay stuff that we've been throwing on all our clients now is, uh, is an awesome experience. 
Yeah. Congratulations on that, by the way. Uh, it's, it's awesome. Um, yeah. Have you seen, uh, uh, any, any real interest in the Magento space yet there, or, or you, uh, or is that sort of, you know, you're helping spur the interest? Um, I think we're, we're spurring the interest. I think, I mean, I was very, I was probably too excited about it for my <laughs> own, own house. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, I'd see it's one of the biggest steps towards this checkoutless commerce. You know, it's yeah. it's that easy. But in, interestingly enough, when I've when I've been touting it around, I've been surprised about the reaction from people that still think it's an app based product, or still oh. think they need some kind of hardware to do it. So I, I think um, perhaps the education isn't out there yet that it's just simply a web a web kit. That you can do it through. Yeah, your, I mean, not uh, like not not being too familiar with it myself. I don't even know what, what that means. Like, what the uh, integration looks like at all. I, so I'm, you, yeah, you basically you basically get the so you can have it on the product detail cart um, and the checkout flows pops up if you're on a supported device, latest iOS. Um, it pops up with the the little Apple Pay black button. You, you tap that and it fires up your wallet on your iPhone or iPad and you simply hold your thumb over the home button and your order's paid and it's done. Got it. And so when you do that from the product page, does it bypass all the, the whole checkout shipping step stuff? Or is yeah. that just, oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, and it, well, it, we've we've hooked it in. So the, the wallet, when it um, uh, spins up on your device, it will bring in the, the shipping methods and shipping costs from your Magento store. Oh, wow. Yeah, and no, it's really, you know, you can you can finally go from, I don't know, an email link to the confirmation page with one click and one tap and the thumbprint and you're done. That's intense. And does it's it hook? Really yeah. yeah. Why does it hook into um, like customizations in the checkout? Like if somebody has rewards points or something like that? It does. It does discounts. We haven't got quite got into the um uh Everything else. yeah the promo codes and got what have you that's, sure that's the the next thing and i mean obviously there's there's a gap in there for for m2 which we're working on at the moment that's super interesting so magento 2 you guys have, have obviously gotten your hands dirty quite a bit uh thoughts on magento 2 <laughs> <laughs> where do we begin um <laughs> Uh, we've just take a step back on that. The, the M2, uh, edition of Bluefoot that's out at the moment is doing well, but we've, we've gone a step further and we've re-architected it, it again to bring it a lot more in line with, uh, M2 technology. Hmm. I sent you guys a couple of screen grabs of the new yeah. user experience. I mean, it's, it's, a huge leap forward from from what's out in the market at the moment now for M2, uh, and it's it's taking uh, a lot of the M2 technologies like Knockout JS, Require JS, and dare I say we've utilised the UI components. <laughs> and when I say we, I mean my clever guys back in the office rather than me. But, uh, <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, that that was that was one of the challenging things, but we've, we've, we've done it. And what we wanted to do was bring it really in line with, with, um, 
with where Magenta are taking the M2 architecture. So you don't, if you put it on the site, you don't have to add in lots of extra bloated libraries and JavaScript and stuff. It just works right. with, uh, with the installed technology. So, but um, and, and that has that process, which we've done really since the beginning of August, uh, has given us quite a lot of uh, understanding of the new M2 architecture. And I think that, you know, it's like everyone, it was a steep learning curve. Uh, you're still finding out a lot of things. Um, you know, UI components was, was, a, was a new approach, but we seem to have, uh, the guys seem to be comfortable with that now, which is good. Um, and it's, it's, it's slowly getting there. You know, it's, it's not without its problems. We've got, we've got some client sites waiting to go live, but um, clients got issues around the, the performance of the checkout. And there's only so much we can do with that at the moment. Mm-hmm. So there are, you know, uh, things that need to be addressed and ironed out, which, you've, you know, you guys have covered on your previous podcast. Right, right. We all need, it, we all need it to work. We all need it to work. Yeah. My, uh, one of the things I, I loved about the deck that you put together uh, that you sent over to me, which, you know, kind of is, it just shows like how – it shows the wealth of experience that you have from the agency side of things, which I think uh, is very hard to, uh, to, to teach people who are very purely product focused. Is, He's talking uh, is, to me, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which, which is, is, is having some rigor around understanding what it takes to sell something. Right. And I think it's, it's harder to sell a service. That's not a, a tangible uh, deliverable. Um, and, uh, and so you have to, you have to give you have to do a lot of work to, to sort of build uh, that confidence and I see that in that deck that you put together, which, you know, kind of gives me like, wow, you know, these guys really have it together. But my favorite part was uh, there's a, a pull quote in there uh, that's from Alex Fermansky uh, of Budsies, who I talk about a lot on this on this uh, show. So he's uh, he's he's uh, a, a friend of mine. He's he's from here in the Magento South Florida um, developer meetup group. And uh, he was he's from Budsies and interesting magento store but they're on um they're uh, uh on magento community and they they were on shark tank last year and a real, real interesting story there in that company and it's like i knew his struggles his struggles were he you know he hired people he had people that were uh that were very talented in creating you know these very detailed uh, marketing plans and marketing, uh, initiatives. And they had a whole marketing calendar put together. He had a great team, but they just couldn't munge with HTML to make it work inside of Magento. And that was always his downfall was he couldn't execute to the speed that he had the ability to, because the platform was holding him back. And so to see him sort of praise, uh, Bluefoot CMS for that, you know, and ultimately, you know, Gene Commerce and all the things you guys have, have built here, in Bluefoot, that's uh, that's pretty high praise because I I know the pain that it it was to him and his business. I know it personally. Um, is that the kind of feedback you you t- typically get? Yeah, I mean, we we met Alex. I was just looking at his quote. What, what did he say? Oh, yeah, <laughs> I thought you were going to read the quote. It's a great quote. He says, "Thank the Magento gods for this exists." <laughs> yes. we we met Alex at Imagine, and uh, then we met Alex at the Imagine parties. And uh, he was he was a great great advocate for for what we were doing and really exciting. And he's since been in constant contact with us, you know, really pushing 
what his team can do with uh, Bluefoot. And I think even some of his developers have been starting to extend it and do their own stuff, which is exactly what we had intended it to be. So yeah, Alex has been a great um, advocate for us. Um, and it's really good to see the product being used as we intended it to. I mean, we, that, was, that was really the driving force. You know, we'd see, we'd see our clients not being able to react to uh, campaigns or marketing initiatives quickly enough. They'd always have to come back and rely on front-end dev or mm-hmm. agency. And, you know, in, in, in modern retail now, you need to react so quickly. And it was, it was you know, it was not, it was inconceivable that Magento in, in its scale and, and reach really only just chucked in a tiny MCE WYSIWYG. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it just didn't, it just didn't make sense. So you spend all that money on building a great, looking website, great user experience, and then you hand them over a tiny MCE to do important content work. Well, and that's why I think Magento has had these, uh, these really interesting, uh, uh, you know, this, this dichotomy uh, since its inception, which is uh, how, how, how opinionated do we want to be about those types of things? Because that's a whole different set of problems to solve. The more that we invest in CMS, the, the more unclear the purpose of our product becomes. Uh, and, and so you see people like, you know, kind of touting WordPress and Drupal and Magento integrations and hybrid builds uh, all day long because uh, Magento is very hamstrung. Now, I, I know for a fact that Magento's enterprise CMS, if, if you don't mind wrangling some, some, uh, some HTML, it, it, you know, that combined with, with widgets can actually be a pretty powerful CMS. We, you know, at Native Remedies, the company that I was at prior to something digital. I think that's uh, the first time you named the company. You always oh, really? Say, oh, that, oh. The supplements company I was at in the past. Uh, I need to go bleep that out then. <laughs> Chris, make sure to bleep it out uh, in post. But we'll cover it in post. So, yeah, this. so our, our biggest challenge was was wrangling you know, we wanted a really tight integration. This was in 2008 or nine. Um, so it was right in the very beginning. And it was before we were even on enterprise. We had over 5,000 pages of content and we, we made it work. Like we, we found a way to make it work. It would have been so much nicer to have Bluefoot. Um, yeah. it, you know, looking at the roadmap, it looks like you are very seriously taking, uh, taking a stab at, at making this very fully featured and to making it more of CMS like what's your, What's your take on on uh, uh, that type of you know? Are, are your customers driving these features, or are these things that you feel like you sense the market needs? Bit of bit of both, really. Um, I, I think it's it's also I think one of the benefits of us being uh, professional services and built so many sites, you know, we we see firsthand what what our challenges are and what our merchant challenges are. So we actually wanted to build some products and tools that would make our lives easier. Mm. So some of our clients like Hornby Hobbies, which is a UK toy um, model train company, then their entire site now, homepage and what have you, is is powered by Bluefoot. It means they can change their homepage. Their marketing team can change their homepage in seconds. Right. uh, To, to, to any extent. And, and now we're, we're finding that our, our devs, our front end devs are building sites really quickly now, rapid development using this tool mm. uh, rather than having to hand code all these pages and, and, and make allowances for the, the store widgets and the banners and the static blocks and et cetera, et cetera. So it's, it's, 
it's helped both sides really. Mage Talk is brought to you by MageMail. MageMail is the triggered email app for Magento. Triggered email can increase your revenue from 8 to even 12%. MageMail is easy and risk-free to try out, and it comes with a free concierge onboarding service. So all you have to do is sit back and watch the orders start to roll in. You can start your risk-free trial today at magemail.co. MageTalk is brought to you by MageMojo, a 360-degree customer support Magento hosting company. 360-degree customer support means every facet of your store is under support when you're at MageMojo. That's everything from the performance of your store to code-level support in the Magento core, and even patches will be applied by MageMojo on your behalf without your having to worry about a single thing. They have the fastest SLA in the entire Magento hosting realm, and they'll even give you money to switch back to your old host if you don't like them. I want you to try them out today at magemojo.com. That's M-A-G-E-M-O-J-O.com slash magetalk for a special offer. Hey, what's up? Kalen here. If you haven't checked out Commerce Hero yet, I'd love for you to check it out. It's a great place not only to find Magento development work or to find a developer, uh, but also even if you're not looking for work at all, it kind of serves as a really easy way to have like a portfolio of all the cool stuff you've done. You can tag the projects you've done, tag other people that you've worked with on those other projects and connect with other developers, see what's going on in the community. So if you haven't checked it out, I'd love for you to check it out. Go to commercehero.io and uh, let me know what you think would love to hear any feedback that you have thanks appreciate it what what are your what are your thoughts on um you know what what magento like what core features magento should own versus things that make sense for the community build i mean cms is 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 pretty core really to um to an e-commerce site and obviously they have cms features um, they haven't necessarily executed on them to the extent that they need to be. Um, but what, what are your, what are your thoughts on that? You know, because with, with Magento two, the big thing is, well, what are the new features they're launching? There's not that many new features and they, they came out with scheduling and staging and stuff. Um, but do you think they should have tackled CMS? Do you think it didn't make sense for them to do it in the first place? Yeah, I think it's, I think it's, it's, it's fundamental. For, for me to, to manage and merchandise your merchandise your site. I think at the beginning of the year, they I mean they cited um advanced or some improvements in yeah. advanced CMS in their roadmap. Yeah. Which caused caused some concern as I was three months into paying for development of Bluefoot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> hey ho. Uh, the um I, I think for for me since certainly your enterprise, if you spend all that money, you give it to your e-commerce team and if they don't have any technical ability they suddenly can't create or format decent pages that's that's uh, an issue right. i think if, if if it was me i know there's a lot of partnerships going on at the moment so like the rj metrics and that sort of stuff and you know you're buying buying in tech and buying partnerships for really um uh, specialists and niche tech which i think is probably the right move i think there are elements of core best practice e-commerce that perhaps should be owned by Magento, you know, things like um, enabling good good merchandising, whether 
something around personalization is something that can come into the into the platform rather than relying on third parties but then you know people have their own preferences and like to to chop and change on their suppliers yeah well my you know if you look at the the one that really took my that uh got my attention was this recent uh acquia uh partnership announcement that uh uh that they sort of it was kind of this throwaway announcement i think that came out ahead of uh uh magenta live australia but the uh well throwaway in that you know, not a lot of people are tweeting about it. So <laughs> that's what it's worth. But, you know, it's, it, it is, it is a big deal because it it's really signaling that Magento is partnering with a company that's known for doing Drupal content and personalization. Right. And this is the second of its type. You know, you look at Adobe, the Adobe partnership is in the same sort of space. And, you know, these are both hedges that are up market, which we've talked a lot about here. Uh, that are that are sort of upmarket uh, and and looking towards you know you know sites that you know want to be the buzzfeed of whatever industry they're in plus e-commerce um, that's the type of content management they're looking to do uh, but I which is I I'm assuming is not what you're trying to accomplish with at, at any rate with Bluefoot right this is you know it's more of a it, it's it's less of a content publishing platform correct uh, than it is a uh, you know, a, a very rich visual uh, content management system. Uh, in, in that sense, yes, I think the the Acquia uh, relationships obviously good for for people that uh, are in in the in the Drupal space and then want to bolt on a, an e commerce platform. You're going, I guess, head to head with the Drupal commerce guys there a little bit, um, and the same you know can be said for the WordPress integration with 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 WooCommerce. And I think the for me, it's always everyone's been speaking for years about drawing in uh, closer integration between commerce and content. And you know, so I I know from the the clients that we've worked with, the the overhead and the additional training that managing two systems, as opposed to just being able to do it through one, is uh, is interesting. And there's also the 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 protection against some of the uh, onslaught of Shopify, Shopify Plus, and at the other end, uh, the Demandware guys are making sure that the, the features that you can get in Magento can uh, can compete against those uh, user experiences. Yeah, no, it's just incredible. To, I just watched the, uh, the video, uh, which I had seen one before, but I think this one I, I just saw was more up to date, and it's just incredible, all the features that you guys have. So I have to ask a question that Phil's going to absolutely hate, which is, uh, have you, th- <laughs> have you thought about how to SAS this, <laughs> this product? Let's see. Can we, can we see if there's a way we can SAS this up and get some recurring revenues kicking in here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I Phil. I saw nothing, nothing, uh, about that since I launched. Um, it's, <laughs> and it's, it's killing me that I can come up with a good idea for it. Yeah, um, it's, it's a tough one. Yeah, it is. I think you know the you know I shared with you some of the roadmap stuff. This was this is one of uh, potentially a number of suites of things that we wanted to do, and uh, uh, you know eventually with time and a bit of market share, then uh, access to uh, you know, the suite of Bluefoot products might be coming to a SaaS model. Um, but also, don't forget that the we, we built Bluefoot uh, with 
with sort of an extensible architecture in mind. Right. You know, all, those, all those blocks you drag in can be created uh, partly through the admin and partly by any front end dev. So we've we've had lots of lots of recurring or spin off revenue for people that have bought Bluefoot that are requiring something a little more bespoke and what have you, right. and also. You know, technology partners as well, all those blocks. So you can drag in newsletter block, you can drag in a maps block, you know, things like uh, some of the yeah. personalization stuff from Nosto or right. uh, things like that. You can do a lot of lot of custom work by dragging dragging these things in. You can even drag an Apple Pay button in if you wanted. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Get that one in. So yeah, we've 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 seen a, uh, an alternative revenue stream. But uh, if you've got any bright ideas on on SaaS based models, let me know. You know, <laughs> it's 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 in a way it's kind of sad because I mean I think um, you know SaaS has proven to be a great monetization model, but it, it's it's almost sad in a way that you know you've built this the perfect way to integrate with Magento, Magento and that means that there really isn't a way to, to, to monetize it like that. And, and it should be, I mean, you should be making 500 bucks a month for each one of these installations that you have. in in my opinion, I mean, the amount of value that you're bringing, um, to people is, is just incredible. Um, but it's, it's just kind of the nature of the beast. No, I mean, Phil, I mean, how much value are you guys are using this? So how much value, if you were to put a price tag on it and commit me, to paying like them it. in a monthly basis as of right now, what, well, what, 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 how much value are you getting out of it? Uh, let me put it like this. Okay. Uh, because you just went all Chris Saka on me. You're like trying to sell me like this is Shark Tank. Here's here's the here's the deal. Bluefoot right now is helping us win business. Whether or not we're going to actually, I mean, you know, sorry, Matt. Whether or not Bluefoot actually ever gets used, because Bluefoot is showing, and I mean that, and 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 I mean that as a credit to them, because Bluefoot is covering a piece of Magento functionality now that has been the totally Achilles cool. heel. Yeah. Right. And it's and so we can sell in Magento in a much easier way now. Yeah. Now, I believe that that's net that will that will be what net new business for Bluefoot in as those projects close, as those builds launch, as we get things up and running. Totally. But I the thing that I'm the thing that I'm I'm unaware of is if there were a recurring cost, if that would hurt the ability to close the business because this is such a vital part. It's not like we're selling this into existing clients because existing clients already have their, like their entire sites built. They already have all their themes. They have a pattern library, you know, go check out nomad mage, Brendan Falkowski in, in October. And you'll see like we've built pattern libraries and like snippet examples for entire marketing teams to use. So to retrofit Bluefoot into that would be a project in and of itself that only gives, you know, I'm not sure what value that provides for that client who's already had the hardship of living through the way Magento is today. Yeah. But for a, for a new client, um, it, it represents a whole new future and, and it sells Magento where Magento is, is struggling to sell itself. Totally. And so I, huge. I do think, you know, I do think, I just don't know how much that would be, how, how much that would be uh, a detractor to say that, Oh, and plus then it's also $200 a month. I don't, I don't know if that, if that hurts 500, it or not. 500, not 200. Another, another question along those lines, Matt is, you know, you've got a lot of um, other agencies, obviously 
using um, using the product. And w- what's that been like? I mean, I, I know I've talked to people before where you know an agency tries to roll out a product, and you know there's some natural tension there uh, because of the potential competition. I think even on your module, you have uh, powered by Gene Commerce or something, um, and so you've got some branding in there. How is that? Uh, how has that worked out uh, for you with the relationships with other agencies? Yeah, yeah, that upsets a few. <laughs> but uh, it was, it's, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a good question. Actually, we were worried when we launched it in in April. One of one of my concerns about the product was how would it be received by the SIs? Would it be perceived as potentially taking away revenue stream by making um, creating landing pages and, and content really easily, really easy? So therefore, they wouldn't get as much front end work. But right. Funnily enough, it was it was the reverse, and actually the agencies were were really driving, or well, they still are actually driving the sales. I mean, there's 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 agencies we're friendly with, and it's a great great relationship. The agencies that perhaps we're not so friendly with, it gr- brings me great joy when their clients <laughs> tell them to come and, come to me and buy it. So. Right, <laughs> I love it, I and then have it. to have our logo in their site every day. So the <laughs> the. Uh, but I think, funnily enough, we we lost we lost a pitch. I won't name who it was, but uh, we lost a pitch a little while ago, and they said the uh, the Magento partner that won it showed them a really good CMS tool. <laughs> oh no! Seriously? I know, outrageous, isn't it? I, I tried to get my own back. I said, "All right, we're gonna they're gonna come down and see us for some training soon." So <laughs> that's it, incredible. It was too gone by then. That's it, incredible. That was that was the deal. That's partly why we priced it at the price point we wanted. We wanted to get um, market coverage. We wanted to get it to be the de facto solution. Right. right. Uh, we wanted, you know, we wanted Magento to succeed, and we certainly want M two to to succeed and have features. I think that's my biggest challenge now: trying to convince clients to upgrade, not because of you know they don't want to be early adopters or, or what have you, but um, what's the value of of going through all that pain if they've only been on M1 for maybe a year, 18 months, if there aren't new features on on the new platform. And that's been, that's been, you know, from, from the very get go when I was brought in, you know, with, uh, to Magento in the, in the like partner, they, they put together like a partner forum for, you know, providing community advisory for Magento too. Uh, and, and the very, the very thing that you just said is what I told them, which is, you know, if there's, if you're only talking about parity, feature parity, and actually that's even arguable because there's a lot of things like visual merchandiser that didn't launch, um, with M2. Um, and if you're talking about feature parity, um, then what's the pro- like what you're only going to get net new business. You're not going to, you're not going to entice anyone to move over. The only thing that you can entice people with is the end of life shtick. Right. So I do feel like the Magento 2 enterprise content scheduler is the killer app. Like that is a mind blowing tool and it's, it's a, it's a giant killer. I really feel like it's, it's, it, it puts Magento in a different class of product. Um, and, 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 you'd be, and you'd be pleased to know that the new edition of Bluefoot works seamlessly with uh, staging and preview set. You see how I set that wow. up and you can no, it that. off. There you that off nicely. <laughs> but my, my, the, the thing for me is it's, if you're, if you're only going based on the, well, what, you know, then you have to make the the argument for existing enterprise clients who are paying, you know, some amount of money, some fixed amount of money per 
per year uh, that they now have to go to some revenue, you know, band based uh, pricing that, you know, could in some cases, you know, for a lot of our clients actually save money moving to that enterprise licensing model. Yeah. Some of them did. Some of them had to spend more and that sucks. But, you know, uh, yeah, at the end of the day, you know, you want to see, you want to get something out of that content scheduler is one of those things that maybe is helpful, but it doesn't really, it's not going to, it's not going to be the, the deciding factor, I think, for someone to choose enterprise. So um, no, it's, whereas, not give the, it's not going to give the ROI to the merchant. No, no, I, I don't think it will. Well, it might. I mean, you know, there was, there's, I've, I've always heard the saying, it's easier to save a uh, dollar than it is to spend, uh, to, to get someone to pay you 10 more. So my, my, you know, my gut is that, uh, you know, there's, there could be a lot of people, every single e-commerce store that runs Magento, uh, these days has, uh, you know, has Gene, well, Gene, let's not use the word Gene, has, uh, Camille, Camilla, she stays up till midnight on Sunday and she puts the, she puts all the stuff live, right? She puts the sales live because the Lord knows that Magento can't do that. And, she makes sure the promo works because, you know, somebody didn't do that last time and they forgot to clear the cash. So, um, and so, you know, if you could justify, you know, getting rid of someone's position or getting them focused on other things like customer acquisition, instead of staying up till midnight every Sunday night to put stuff live, you know, maybe, maybe you could justify it in that way, but that's not likely the way that directors of e-commerce are thinking. I did want to point one other thing out, um, because, uh, I think it's, it's important you would be surprised, Kalen, uh, the number of people, self-directed merchants, mm-hmm. upgrade modules, self-directed, self-directed merchants go into Magento Connect and they click upgrade on a module and they get the latest version. Okay. When, when Instant Search Plus emails people and says, hey, we have a new version out and here's the new features, hundreds of people go and upgrade. Hundreds. Wow. SIs never upgrade anything. SIs, if you are a merchant and you are with an SI and you haven't been told to upgrade a module uh, in ages, you are the norm because that's typically what happens is is the fear of breakage, the fear of of having to own some problem, uh, and it's no trust to the system. So I, I, that's their experience, and it's a surprising one to me. I know what something digital's you know management of services experience is like. I'm interested, Matt, what your what what Gene Commerce and and Bluefoot see. Uh, with, you know, if, if you're going to have a constant rollout of new features, some of those might be tied to some, you know, additional financial investment on, on a company's part. Uh, you know, how are you going to help drive, how are you going to help give some, some confidence that they're going to be able to upgrade seamlessly and all that jazz? Yeah. So I mean, it's, it's, it's a good point. We see that a lot more, um, it's a lot more relevant with our brain tree extension. Mm. It's gone through well, two years now. It's been live and a number of editions. We're obviously having to update it from uh, new SDKs and security stuff from, from Braintree and what have you. And, you know, you get the odd support email in and they're saying on their own version 0.0.1, which is like two years old. You're like, crikey, it's, how can you not see it? Because, you know, notifications come up and what have you. So, yeah, that does resonate. In terms of Bluefoot, um, I think we we're coming up to – quite a big change on, on technology, which will, uh, you know, with the, the new version, which will have an impact, a little bit of an impact on those on, on M2. Um, M1 is going to be uh, minor release stuff 
moving forward. We want to carry on supporting it and and building new content areas on it. But fundamentally, the architecture is not going to change. Uh, all our all our time investment is going to be on the, the new M2 version, and with you know obviously with M2 the upgrade paths are seamless now, aren't they? Yeah. <laughs> just what are, just click a button. Just seamless. Done. Just click that button. What are some of the? I know you sent us the the roadmap, but what are some of the new upcoming features that you might want to highlight for people that are listening? Uh, well, we've 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 hooked in with the uh, preview and staging site. That's really that's really cool. Um, using uh, Knockout, uh, it's been it's been a really good move for us. We're, we've now got uh, drag drag and drop image uploads, so you can just drag them onto the the. Can nice. I use the word canvas now? Are we allowed to use canvas? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we, yeah, we can drag images on, and they just. Uh, override and, and upgrade and we've also hooked in uh with uh some image editing libraries um the adobe sdk one so now finally through the magento image library you can actually resize crop awesome. and do all that stuff wow you've uploaded it and that's that's a that's a huge leap forward that's so wait, so you said that that's that's directly is is that because of uh that's be, how how are you doing that exactly? Say again. <laughs> well, we've we've um we've hooked in with UI components now. So when you when you upload an image, you drag an image onto your canvas. It it goes into the Magento, uh, the core Magento image library. Uh, uh, I see. Now we've hooked hooked into that. So there's a. Uh, an edit button associated with those images. Yes, and that just fires up the uh, the image editing tools. Now, oh. is that is that also hooked into like product product images? It's not on the product images, uh, no. But you can you can do it through the product description. But it's it's actually because of the UI components. It's relatively easy to then move that into. It. And part of Bluefoot, one of the roadmap stuff, is for us to do a bit more with the image editing side of things. Great. I, I think the image library is suboptimal. <laughs> there you go again. <laughs> <laughs> show title, suboptimal content management. Oh, that, that would be a terrible show title for Matt. <laughs> great job. We get in trouble with that. Don't do that. <laughs> we get in trouble all the time. It's okay. It's what, it's what we do. Um, and then I noticed customer segmentation blocks look super interesting. You mentioned Nosto integration and some other things. Um, you guys really know how to put together a roadmap. This is a great... Yeah, we're going to align it with Magento releases. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, it's the uh, what are they? It's multi-release, multi, multi-release cadence, which is not. Which I'm I'm going to make a joke that we're now. So I think today is the actual anniversary of Magento two. Uh, to so happy birthday, Magento two. Happy birthday. Uh, but. Uh, How's that? I'll toast that with my whiskey here. Oh, <laughs> <There you go. laughs> oh I forgot to get some. So, yeah. uh, so, so, um, what what do you see as a future Bluefoot? I mean, you know, I mentioned it's a, it's kind of a nice um, lead gen for your agency business and and things like that. Do you see it breaking off as a separate company? Do you see it continuing kind of how how it is now? Yeah, I think we we yeah, it's a 
it's a uh, it's a good and bad time for for launching product into into the Magento space because we obviously need a lot of customers on M2 to to make it financially viable to continue the the development in it. Yeah, um, and the you know it's been it's been a, a slow start on the M2 space. Right. Um, on the flip side, it's good because we're we're new, and as as you said earlier, you know it's, it's difficult to retrofit this sort of stuff onto ex- existing uh, sites. So we are really, we need to be in there at the the new build stage. So when people are looking at M2 now, we're hoping that that will be on the, on the list of um, required extensions. So, you know, it'll, it'll take a bit of time, but I think, you know, next year for me, 2017 is migration year. If we can, uh, if we can be on that that procurement list for all these new builds, and we will uh, we'll grab market share, and it'll just become the de facto plug-in. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly. And I think that uh, that is if Magento doesn't just buy you up. There we go. Buying everybody else up right now. That's what I was going to say. I agree. Well, Uh, doors always open. Do you have a price? (laughs) Do you want to throw a price out? Just. We can get these negotiations started right here. It's at least 500. It's like the lower bounds, 500. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Uh, well, thank Good you stuff. so much. Yeah, I really appreciate you coming Thanks, on. Thanks, man. This and, is great. And sharing this with us. And, you know, we're, we're always, our doors are always open for sponsorship. We'd love to help get your name out there. <laughs> Oh, yes. nice segue. There you go. Uh, I did see. I'm oh, very happy to do that. You know, listen to uh, listen to your podcast. They're very uh, they're popular over here in the pond. <laughs> oh wow! Ah, cool. Yeah, we. Cool. You know what? We what we're really uh, at, least, well, at least five listeners. At least five <laughs> listeners. <laughs> at least five listeners. Exactly. Yeah. Kalen has it's always like thirty percent of his entire town. Right? Exactly. It's most of Brighton. <laughs> <laughs> Kalen, Kalen has never believed the numbers. He's, he's always thought that I've lied about the numbers. And it wasn't until he started Commerce Hero that, uh, that he realized how right, how right I really Saw was. Saw the people coming out of the woodwork. I need, to, I need to get on Commerce Hero. I keep saying it. Yes, please do. Oh, be yeah. awesome. you know, if you, uh, if, you know, by the way, if you're listening, uh, if, if you did sign up for Commerce Hero uh, here today. Are we uh, going to announce it? Yeah, we're going to announce it since, Let's you know. announce since, it. Since since we can, we might as well announce it. So actually, if you made it to the end of the show, thank you. This is your Easter egg. Um, but uh, Kaylin and I have partnered. Uh, Nomad Mage and uh, Commerce Hero are partnering for a, a special limited limited time offer. Uh, that is until we don't feel like doing it anymore. <laughs> uh, we Sounds gonna, so much more official when you say limited time offer. I know. It's a limited time offer. It's for uh, anybody who is on Commerce Hero. Uh, or any new registrations for Commerce Hero will get 90 days, uh, three-month free trial of Nomad Mage. That's every meeting uh, for that, that we have for the next uh, three months after your sign-up uh, will, will be totally free. That's about $150 value. And that's exclusive through, through Commerce Hero, right? There's no other, Commerce Hero. You no can't other get place you can get that deal. You can't There's, get it through Bluefoot. No. Nope. You, you can't get it through Gene. You could try. You sure could try. <laughs> um, but, awesome. but yeah, so you, Matt, you should go sign up for Commerce Hero and uh, get your team on on there uh, and start repping Gene Commerce there, and then they'll uh, then your whole team will have the benefit of uh, Nomad Mage for at least three months. Um, Perfect. I'll do that. We yeah. just went. To, we just went to Mage Titans in Manchester. It was uh, it was a good weekend. 
Yeah, we actually, you know what, we're having um, we're having John Woodall uh, on the show in two weeks. John and Tony, right? Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna come and kind of recap 2016, which was like a banner year for for the Titan. Uh, you know, the uh, movement. It's a movement uh, now. It's a major Titan brand. Movement. So yeah, uh, it's a movement, right? Yeah, make Titans great again. That's uh, that's really great. <laughs> not that kind of movement. Not not that kind of movement. No, it's good. A proper proper geek fest. Yeah, it is. It is a proper geek fest. I'm, I'm ashamed to say that I've I've missed. Uh, this is the third one in Manchester, right? Yeah, so third one. Yeah. yeah. So I've missed it all three times. I'm I'm kind of a bum. Uh, kind of, I am a bum, but I've also bummed out about it uh, because they're not doing Magento Live in in uh, in Germany anymore. Which is, uh, I was at the very last one of those, which was my decision. I I, sh- I was like, either go to Magento Live or I'm going to go to. Uh, uh, Titans in Manchester, but uh, Titans is the event that seems to be the one to go to these days. So I'm excited, to, looking forward to going to some in 2017. But uh, do you guys present there, or you do you have any of your devs? No, that, no this was the first time. Uh, uh, first time we went, actually, I was I was really impressed with the uh, um, yeah the speakers, the the, the technical um, uh, content. You got we, you know, I took a few of our developers out there and. Uh, they got they got an awful lot out of it. Is it? Did you teach everybody about UI components? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you're maybe the third person to have figured that out. So <laughs> I, can't, I can't take credit for it. I mean, I I, I don't understand it, but uh, <laughs> the guys in the office do. Oh, that's awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank you again. Uh, we're so glad uh, that you made some time for us, and uh, we we need you guys to go check out. Uh, check out Matt Parkinson, check out uh, Gene Commerce and, uh, and Bluefoot CMS and then the new Apple Pay uh, integration. And it's, where can we send people to, to find you online? Uh, gene.co.uk. That's the website. If you want uh, to have a check out the, the Apple Pay, it's simply applepay.gene.co.uk. Awesome. Awesome. Thanks so much, man. Thanks, guys. It's been, it's been great. Uh, hopefully we can hook up when we're in the States next. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, we want you to leave us a five star for this uh, show because if you don't, it's going to make uh, it's going to make the blue footed booby sad. It's going to be really sad. Uh, and uh, but go on iTunes, subscribe. You can also subscribe on uh, Google Play. And believe it or not, you can actually listen to the show on uh, on any Amazon Echo device by saying Alexa, play Mage Talk. How do you like that? That's pretty cool, right? That's like the seventeenth time you've mentioned that, by the way. Isn't that pretty cool? Quick All right. Now. Well, thank you for listening, and <laughs> until next time. Thanks. Peace. <laughs> thanks. Peace. Thanks. Ha ha. Cool. Thanks. Ha ha. Cool.